everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of The Organist on Cause with me, Damon Cox, back with it, back at the microphone after quite an absence, well, it feels like it anyway. And once again, echoing what John said last week, uh, I must apologise um, for my absence. Um, I really was very, very unwell two weeks ago. Um, and as I said, I did have an emergency show planned. You know, the, these things do happen and sometimes you need to have a, a, a programme ready to go at any minute, but I was simply too unwell enough to even get out of bed to do anything like that. So, uh, there we go. I hate to let you all down, but, uh, you know, these things happen. On with the music. This show was billed as a miscellany of um, organ tracks, but really, as I was compiling this show, it turned out to be rather more like design inspirations. That's to say, uh, instruments um, that have inspired me in uh, what I'd hoped to have as a tonal palette here at home with the Mighty Standards. We'll not only be revealing on this show who the mystery artist was, uh, well, getting on for now over a month ago, but we'll also be hearing for the first time some sounds of the mighty standout at home. So on with the programme, and we start off beside the seaside in Blackpool with Reginald Dixon, not at the Tower, but at the Empress Ballroom in Blackpool during the time where the Tower was being refurbished following the disastrous fire of 1956. His reg are taken from a broadcast from the 1st of January 1958, possibly the first broadcast, first organ broadcast of that year. Nonetheless, reg is in flying form with a march, a new one on me, and one which I really hope a couple of other theatre organists take up because it's a real corker called Tiger's Tale. <laughs> Thank you. 
Reginald Dixon, completely unfazed by the Empress Ballroom's huge acoustics with Tiger's Tail. Now, a few months ago, I offered you a teaser during the Latin American show where I asked you to help identify the artist, the organ and the piece of music. And if you've already looked at the table on the website, you'll know the answer to at least two of those questions. The piece of music was a long-forgotten, um, sort of, could be a samba, more like a bossa nova maybe, but it's got a rather unusual title called the Duke of Pernambuco. The instrument, unbelievably, is the Tower Ballroom in Blackpool, and the organist is Little Old Me, recorded during a private session a couple of months ago. I felt very privileged and slightly daunted to be sat at the this all-famous Wurlitzer in the, in the ballroom all by myself, pretty much, playing this wonderful machine. It almost plays its notes before you put your hands on the keyboards. It was a real exciting and thrilling morning and I could, could have played for hours and hours and hours. But one thing I wanted to do whilst I was there at the Tower was to play the organ in a manner which is perhaps um, less frequently done these days uh, away from the strict tempo dancing which there's nothing wrong with that that's what the organ was designed to do but it can do the concert and beautiful ballad stuff and I hope that this very um, relaxed and laid-back version of Moonlight in Vermont played by yours truly will help prove that point.
There's no other double tibia sound in the whole world that sounds like the two tibias at the Tower Ballroom in Blackpool. And as I say, I felt very privileged to be sitting at that console making some wonderful music in the ballroom. Now, I said at the beginning of the show these were sort of design inspirations. I realised that um, given the um, nature of the instrument, it being Dutch, that there's no point trying to recreate exactly one specific instrument. You know, I know that it's foolish in a domestic environment to try and recreate an organ in a ballroom. It's just never going to work. You know, as sophisticated as artificial reverb has got, it's never going to be quite the same. So instead of trying to copy one specific instrument, I've done what I like to do best, which is listen to lots of different things and try and pick out those, those particular sounds, those nuances, and make a sort of um, combination of um, all the things that I enjoy listening to and all the things I think organs should have. One big inspiration in the design for the standout at home was that of the Ritz Enrichment. This three-manual eight-rank Wurlitzer really is completely outrageous. Uh, the original organ, uh, in terms of its colour reeds, had a French trumpet as its main reed, a clarinet and a saxophone. However, in the mid-50s, the clarinet was replaced by an English horn. So you had two fiery reeds and then a fiery saxophone as well. But it all blended together very well, and it was one of the better um, uh, respected Wurlitzers in the London area. Here's Bobby Pagan broadcasting in 1964 on that very organ, really putting the organ through its faces with some hits of the day. I'm the one, thank you, there I've said it again, and the last day in September.
Bobby Pagan at the Ritz Richmond with some of those um, well up to date hits. Of, well, up to date back then in 1964. Another instrument which I've always enjoyed listening to is that in the Regal ABC Kingston-upon-Thames, of course an instrument that was resided over by many years by that master of melody, Joseph Seal. This organ, I think, had a particularly lush and warm tone to it, especially the tibias and, of course, that French trumpet, which you will have heard in fiery uh, mode by Bobby, but in slightly more lyrical mode by Joseph Seal. Here's Joe launching straight into liquid gold with Laura, then frenesy, and finally you moved right in.
Curiously seal with that medley of contrasts at the Regal ABC Kingston upon Thames. Certainly a distinctive combination of organ and organist. The first incarnations of David Shepherd's home residence organ at Dalby House in Holbeach were certainly um, helpful in terms of realising what I could achieve by combining um, real pipes and electronics together to create a home instrument. The main difference, of course, being that here now I'm able to use sophisticated sampled um, sounds from real instruments by means of Houtwerk compared to David in, in those days using vintage Compton electronics to provide the sounds that he couldn't fit in physically in the chamber. So here then is um, an early recording of David Shepherd's home organ, nothing like the 22-rank instrument that it's become now. And I do recall David writing recently in an article that it's impossible for organists to say no to enlarging. And I'd like to say here now on record that uh, once the organ is up to here, uh, it's ninth rank, uh, eight real, one digital, that is it. There is no more space until I extend the house. So here is David Shepherd at the, one of the first versions of his home residence organ with a novelty called Playboy. Playboy, David Shepherd, and one of the earlier recordings of his home, Compton. Now, the Cinema Organ Society's Northern Wurlitzer has grown significantly since its Gaumont Oldham days, but when the organ was still eight ranks, it was installed for a period of time in the Trinity Arts Centre in Pudsey. 
I've always had a soft spot for this organ, even now, although it's much larger than its eight-ranked days, but you can sort of see why the combination of French trumpet and saxophone as the reeds really did make for a very versatile instrument. I think it's safe to say that you'll have probably cottoned on now that, uh, well, it's the saxophones and French trumpets are something of a favourite of mine. Um, but here is uh, David Lowe, somebody who's had an association with the organ for a good number of years, while the organ was at Pudsey, demonstrating some very warm and lush sounds with I don't know why, I just do. don't know why i just do a phrase which i often feel like saying when people ask me why i like a particular uh, sound or style of music i don't know why i just do anyway that was david lowe at the trinity arts center in pudsey in 1994 now the organ at home as many of you will know is a standart even though uh, at the moment only two ranks are standart soon to be a third added to it but i wanted to really not make it into anything other than a standout even if it was slightly improved from its original days so attention turned to listening to some dutch recordings of original standouts here are two duos back to back the first nigel ogden who's seated at the exvara organ whilst it was installed in the deport technical college in rotterdam with a medley of two sweet sue and diner 
And then straight after that, a track taken from the first ever recording I heard of a standout organ, and it sees Ernest Broadbent at the Passage Theatre in Schiedam with Try a Little Tenderness and Tenderly. But first, a duo of the ladies and Nigel Ogden. Thank you. 
Ernest Broadbent with doubly the amounts of Tenderly and before that Nigel Ogden and two of the ladies. Well, it's time now for that track I said we'd hear at the beginning of the show, the first time that you will hear the uh, studio standout on this programme. There are a couple of things to mention. Uh, firstly, I'm aware that the tremulants are quite noisy. Uh, this will be dealt with in due course. It's also not been recorded on the best microphones I had. This recording was really only meant for me, um, but I was particularly pleased with how this track came off, so I thought I'd let it out. So here is a debut, my own home theatre organ and Jerome Kern's I Won't Dance. truly at the studio standouts just outside London in Woking and I won't dance and that's about your lot from me I hope that you've enjoyed a little bit of self-indulgence on this show but I hope that you'll agree that um, the organs and um, inspiration um, are certainly well justified with all of that, I hope to be back in two weeks' time, as usual. But between now and then, obviously, Robert Hope Jones will be entertaining you next week. And I'm sure he'll have picked and fought up a better theme of music than I could ever dream of. So, from me, Damon Cox, saying take care and bye for now. Bye.